You are listening to a message from Covenant Christian Center, New York City, with Pastor Bayou Isan. Be blessed as you listen. The Bible says Jesus, when he began his ministry, was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. When he sent out his disciples, the Bible says they preached the gospel of the kingdom. The Bible talks about Paul teaching concerning the kingdom of God. And every time you see the kingdom of God being preached, the Bible will always say there were healings, people were healed of all sickness and disease. That is what accompanies the preaching of the kingdom of God. Amen. When we operate in the kingdom of God, we should have signs following us. Amen. The Bible says, these signs shall follow them that believe. Amen. In my name, hallelujah, Jesus said, you shall cast out demons. In my name, you shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. That is what happens when you are operating in the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. And Jesus, when he taught his disciples to pray, when they asked him, teach us to pray, what, was he, the, 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 what Jesus taught them to pray was to say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That is when the kingdom of God comes, the will of God is in operation. Amen. If you want to see the will of God in operation in your life, you must of necessity pray, thy kingdom come. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that Jesus concerning a man, when he casted out a demon out of a man, and they accused Jesus of using demonic spirits. Jesus said the kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. A house that is divided against, its, uh, against itself cannot stand. That if Satan is divided, is fighting Satan, how is his kingdom going to stand? He said, but if I cast out this demon by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Which means when you see the operations of the Spirit at work, praise the Lord, the kingdom of God is in manifestation. Praise the Lord. So when we are praying, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, what we are saying of essence, what we are praying for is for the activity of the Holy Spirit in every area of our lives. The Bible says when the kingdom of God is in operation, when the works of the Spirit are made manifest, God will give you this day your daily bread. He will lead you not into temptation, but deliver you from the evil one. Amen. That is the, when the Spirit of God casted out that demon, says the kingdom of God had come. That is, he was delivered of the evil one. Amen. The kingdom of God, the benefits of the kingdom of God are made manifest. It says the Lord will give you this day your daily bread. He will lead you not into temptation, but rather deliver you from the evil one. Amen. It says he will forgive you of your trespasses, even as you forgive those who have trespassed against you. Praise the Lord. So that is the benefit of operating in the kingdom of God. That is the benefit of seeking first the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. But the scripture tells us, I believe it is in Matthew 21, Jesus went talking to the Jews and to the Pharisees. At one point, if you reject what I'm talking to you about, if you reject my words, 
says, therefore, I say to you, in Matthew 21, verse 20, verse 44, it says, therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to a nation that will bear the fruits of it. Amen. That is, we can pray, thy kingdom come and thy will be done. But what God expects you to do with the kingdom of God is to bear the fruits of it. If you fail to bear the fruits of it, the Bible says God will take the kingdom from you and give it to the, a nation that will bear the fruits of it. That's what happened to the Jews. The kingdom of God, the power of God was taken and given to a nation, the Gentile nation, who would bear the fruit of it. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah 15 verse 1 to 3 tells us that God wants us to bear fruit. He says, I am the vine. Jesus said, I am the vine. My father is the vine dresser. Praise the Lord. My father is the vine dresser or the gardener. The branch that does not bear any fruit, he says, he will take away. But the branch that bears fruit, what would the father do? The Bible says he will prune it. He will cleanse it so that it will bear forth more fruit. This is the mandate that God gave Adam. The Bible says he blessed them saying, be what? Fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth and have dominion. This is the mandate of God from the very beginning. Be fruitful. Bear the fruits of the kingdom. Bear the fruits of the reign of God upon the earth. When we are praying thy kingdom come, thy will be done, when we are seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, what we want to see is the activity of the Holy Spirit. That is why Jesus kept on telling them, tarry ye until you are endued with power from on high, till the Holy Spirit has come upon you. He says, you shall be clothed with power from on high when the Spirit comes upon you. To seek the things of the Spirit is to seek for a manifestation of the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. That's why praying, the Bible says, which of you being evil will not give good gifts to your children? If they ask for bread, will you give them a stone? If they ask for fish, will you give them a serpent? If they ask for egg, will you give them a scorpion? It says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the what? Holy Spirit to them that ask him. Paul put it this way. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Galatians chapter 3. Says you began in the spirit and you're trying to fulfill it in the flesh. Says he that supplies the spirit. Who supplies the spirit? The heavenly father. Who do we pray to? The heavenly father through Jesus Christ. He that supplies the spirit and does what? Works miracles amongst you. Does he do it by the, by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? That is when there is a supply of the Spirit, what takes place is the working of miracles. Praise the Lord. 
says when the spirit is active, you will see the working of miracles. When the spirit has come to operate, what you will see is that demons will be cast out of individuals. When the spirit is at work, what you will see is healings. That's why the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the manifestation of the spirit has been given to each one of us for the profit of all. For to one is given what? A word of wisdom by the spirit. Amen. To another, word of knowledge by the same spirit. To another, gift of faith by the same spirit. To another, working of miracles by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same spirit since all these things are being operated and worked upon by the holy spirit and he distributes according to his own will praise the lord that is the kingdom of god in manifestation that is you are seeking you have a situation you have a circumstance it is not to seek what you think is right in your own mind, which is your own righteousness, but to seek the kingdom of God and his own righteousness. Praise the Lord. You are facing a mountain. It is not to say maybe this, maybe which way is it to move it or to go to it or to jump? No, it is to, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. The end thereof is destruction. But what we need to seek is the righteousness of God. What is God's answer to that situation? You are seeking the kingdom of God, a manifestation of the Spirit. What you want is a word of wisdom. Praise the Lord. When we are praying, Father, give me wisdom, what you are praying for is the kingdom of God. When you are seeking healing, what you are praying because it is the Spirit that brings about the gifts of healings. It is the spirit that brings about a word of wisdom. Wisdom that is profitable to direct you. It is the spirit that gives you a word of knowledge. The knowledge of truth that sets you free from whatever holds you bound. That's why the gospel of the kingdom, the kingdom of God is not in word only but also what? In power. When we say thy kingdom come, the Bible says Jesus Christ is what? The wisdom of God. And the power of God. Where the word of a king is, there is power. You're one and the same. When we are praying for the kingdom of God, we are praying for the reign of Christ as king in our affairs. The Bible says God is the one that reigns over all. There is nothing that is too hard for God to do. That situation, God reigns over it. There is nothing that is, that is his kingdom is the one that cannot be destroyed. Praise the Lord. His kingdom is the one that Jesus said, I will build my church. Or he could have said, I will build my kingdom and the gates of hell or the kingdom of Satan cannot prevail against it. For his kingdom is one that cannot be moved. His kingdom is the one that cannot be destroyed. And with that understanding, we are supposed to bear the fruits of the kingdom as citizens of the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. But we have a choice to make. Because it is very possible, the Bible says, for a group of people to have the kingdom and the kingdom be taken away from them. Why? Because they're not bearing any fruits of the kingdom. You can't just say, oh, I'm in the kingdom of God and you're not bearing fruits. It says the kingdom will be taken from you. That wisdom, that understanding, that knowledge. 
will be taken from you. That's why Jesus said to the Pharisees, says to the lawyers, it says, woe unto you. For you have the keys of knowledge. You have the keys of the kingdom. But you are not entering in and you are not allowing others to enter therein. Praise the Lord. You are not bearing the fruit of the kingdom. You are not utilizing the knowledge, what I have deposited on the inside of you. You are not exercising yourself by faith to manifest the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not, it is in you. And you are supposed to bear the fruit of the kingdom so that men can see the glory of God. It says this treasure we have where in earthen vessels so that the excellency of the power may be seen to be of God and not of man. God deposits his kingdom on the inside of us. He has planted his word on the inside of us. He has put his spirit. The Bible calls him the anointed one that dwelleth on the inside of us. And we're supposed to be bearing the fruit of that which God has deposited on the inside of us. He gave unto us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee for the manifestation of his kingdom upon the earth. We have a responsibility. We have a choice to make. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6. The Bible says, no, chapter 6 verse 24, no one can serve two masters. It's not possible. You can only serve one, you can only have one master. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. That word mammon simply means riches or wealth. You cannot serve the two. You have to pick one. Are you going to serve God or are you going to serve mammon, wealth, riches, money? It's very easy to say, ah, no, I'm serving God. How can you say I'm serving money? But Jesus went on to say, let me prove to you whether you are serving God or not. He says, if your heart is full of worry concerning what you are going to eat, what you are going to drink, what you are going to wear, you might not really be serving God. Your mind is consumed with these anxieties, the cares of this world. Praise the Lord. He went on to say in verse 25, Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Now, these are things that we naturally are concerned about. What am I going to eat? How am I going to buy food to pay for groceries? How am I going to pay the bills? What am I going to put on? Clothes. Where am I going to live? Praise the Lord. But here the scripture is saying, do not, how can you say do not worry about these things? These are the essentials of life. These are the basic fundamentals, the things that we need from day to day. But God is saying that, look, you cannot serve two masters. Either you are trusting me or you are not. Praise the Lord. That if you are operating in the kingdom of God, I will give you this day your daily bread. Amen. It's either you believe that and you serve me or you do not. Trust me to provide what you need. The Bible says, my God shall do what? Supply some of my need. No, 
all of my need according to his riches in glory or according to the glory of his kingdom. Praise the Lord. But you have to choose who do you serve, who do you believe. It says, look at the birds of the air. They neither snow, sow, no snow. They neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. See, they don't walk, they don't do anything. They're not storing inside one bank, but God feeds them. It says, Are you not of more value than they? Praise the Lord. Says you are of more value than the birds that God feeds. If God can feed the birds, how much more you? Praise the Lord. It says, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. That Solomon with all his wealth, the Bible is saying, with all that he possessed. Solomon, remember, was the richest man in the world in his time. But the Bible is saying that Solomon in all of his glory, in all the wealth and the splendor that he had, was not arrayed like the lily that the Lord clothes. Amen. It says, now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? That is, how do you express your worry? By saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? One translation, the KJV says, Take no thoughts, saying, What shall we eat? That is, the way you take a thought into you is by saying it. Take no thoughts, saying, What shall we eat? Because those are thoughts of worry. What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after these things, the Gentiles or the nations seek after these things. It says, for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. Do not be confused. He knows you need it. He understands it is a need that you have. But in the midst of that need, the scripture says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. And God showed me that, look, in the midst of your need, before asking for God to give you your need, ask him, reveal your kingdom and your righteousness unto me. You will discover as you are seeking his kingdom and his righteousness in the midst of your need, God will show you how to meet that need. Praise the Lord says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What God wants to establish on the earth through the situation you are going through. And this thing that you need will be added unto you. 
God is not ignoring your need. He knows that you have need of them. But he says what you need to do in the midst of that situation is say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Father God, reveal your righteousness unto me in the midst of this need. Praise the Lord. It's not that seeking the kingdom of God is not separate from your need. As you face that mountain, you are not overwhelmed by the mountain. You put your faith in God and you begin to ask, thy kingdom come because you know that is what brings the will of God in that situation. The will of God, the Bible says, is for him to clothe you just like he clothes the grass of the field. The will of God is to feed you just as he feeds the birds of the air. Says, but seek ye first his kingdom, the operation of his spirit, the righteousness of God being revealed from faith to faith. Says, and these things will be added unto you. There is no situation in your life that the kingdom of God cannot answer. No situation. There is no circumstance that the kingdom of God cannot answer. Says, if it is bread, says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. He will give you this day your daily bread. If the enemy is afflicted, he says he will lead you not into temptation, he will deliver you from the evil one. If it's forgiveness, Father, forgive me. He says, have you forgiven everybody around you? Praise the Lord. That's how to operate in the kingdom. Because if you step out of love, you step out of the kingdom. Amen. The covetous man, what that scripture says, the, the one that is given to the love of mammon, cannot enter into the things of the kingdom. Praise the Lord. That someone that is worried about money will miss the kingdom of God. That's what happened to the Pharisees. The Bible says that they loved money. They loved the big positions. They loved to be praised by men. That's why they missed the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Judas Iscariot, that is, he walked with Jesus for three years. But what was, his, what was the problem with Judas Iscariot? The Bible says he loved money. Amen. And he sold his birthright for money. 30 pieces of silver. Praise the Lord. He lost his, the ministry that God had given him. The apostleship. The manifestation of the kingdom that God had given him. Through that ministry, he gave it up for 30 pieces of silver. The end, his end was what? Destruction. That is, you think, what was that? It was a weakness of the flesh. If you don't put to death the weakness of the flesh, you would trade it. Do you understand what I'm saying? For the kingdom of God. The weakness of the flesh, to, to show you that is, when the Bible says the, the passions and the desires of the flesh war against the desires of the spirit, it's not a casual, it is warfare. Praise the Lord. It is what Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, not my will, but yours be done. Not the desire of my flesh, but your will be done. Where he would say, the spirit is what? Willing. But the flesh is weak. If you do not stay in a place of prayer to overcome the weakness of the flesh, says you will enter into temptation. Praise the Lord. 
says, watch and pray so that you do not enter into temptation. Pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done so that the Lord will deliver you from temptation. He will not lead you into temptation but deliver you from the evil one. Praise the Lord. That's what Jesus was doing. He didn't want to yield to the temptation of the flesh. He didn't want to yield to the will of the enemy. Praise the Lord. It says, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Lead me not into temptation. Deliver me from evil. Let not my will but yours be done. If you're going to operate in the kingdom, you submit your will, your desires to the will of God. That is even if you don't understand what the Lord is doing, you submit yourself. Just command me. Praise the Lord. In the midst of the situation, you are praising and rejoicing. But you are seeking the kingdom of God. That is, God is going to use this to manifest his kingdom. Praise the Lord. Everything we go through is an opportunity for God to manifest his kingdom and his righteousness in our lives. But you must seek the kingdom of God. You must ask for the kingdom of God to be made manifest. You must pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. One of the Pharisees, Nicodemus, came to Jesus and said, look, no one can do these things except God is with him. How do you do these miracles? In John chapter 3. It says no one can do these signs, these miracles, unless God is with him. And Jesus told him, look, the secret to this manifestation is that you must be what? Born from above. It says unless you are born from above or born again, you cannot do what? See the kingdom of God. Your eyes cannot be open to this experience in the kingdom of God. That these manifestations you are seeing is because you have to be born from above or born again to be able to see the kingdom of God. He says, unless you are born of the spirit and of water, you cannot what? Enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. That water representing cleansing, pruning, so that you can be more fruitful in the things of the spirit. Praise the Lord. It says no one can serve two masters. It's either you serve, you love one and you hate the other. You are loyal to one and you despise the other. That is, God must become your master and money must become your servant, not the other way around. It must become an instrument for the manifestation or the establishing of God's will upon the earth. It must become a tool to carry out the will of God upon the earth. What is that will? Whatever God reveals to you as his righteousness. What he might reveal to you as his righteousness might be different from what he will reveal to me as his righteousness because of the assignment he has given each and every one of us. Praise the Lord. I'll digress a little bit and look at Psalms. God showed me a scripture a long time ago when you trying to free, you need to free your consciousness from riches. Amen. From that, it is God that gives the power to get wealth. But he's also the same, he's given and he takes it away. You, you have, Paul said that I have nothing, when I have nothing, I'm fine. When I have much, I'm also fine. In all things, I give God thanks. Praise the Lord. He's not bound to any situation. In everything, he's serving the will of God. Praise the Lord. In every situation, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
There is no attachments to anything upon the earth. His attachment was solely to God. Amen. Everything upon the earth was an instrument and a tool to execute God's will upon the earth. Praise the Lord. Psalms. Psalm 135. And I'll read it quickly from verse 5. It says, For I know the Lord is great. I know that the Lord is great and our Lord is above all gods. Whatever the Lord Whatever the Lord pleases, he does. That's the kingdom of God. Whatever he pleases, he does. Amen. says, he does in heaven and in earth, in the seas and in all deep places. He causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain. He brings the wind out of his treasuries. He destroyed the firstborn of Egypt, both of men and beasts. He sent signs and wonders in the midst of you. This is the manifestation of the kingdom of God. That is whatever God desires, he does. Praise the Lord. If you are his, you know that he will do good things for you. If you are not his, it is the wrath of God that you will see. And that's what you have seen happening in Egypt. It says, he destroyed the firstborn of Egypt, both of man and beast. He sent signs and wonders into the midst of you. O Egypt, upon Pharaoh and all his servants, he defeated many nations and slew mighty kings. Sihon, king of the Amorites, Og, king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan. These are all the kingdoms that the Israelites fought with. But the Bible is saying that it is God that did it for them. Amen. That is, if you are operating in the kingdom, under the kingdom of God, that God will defeat the things that are opposing you. Amen. He will defeat before you. They will come against you one way and they will flee from before you seven ways. Praise the Lord. That's why it's so important. Day by day, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. As you go to work, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Let your righteousness be revealed in this place. In your finances, thy kingdom come. I have this bill. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Amen. Coronavirus. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Amen. It's not for us to join the rest of the world. Hey, do you have a mask? Do you have a mask? Are you wearing gloves? Purell, Purell, Purell. No. Amen. That's what? Anxiety. People, you, I went to I went to Walgreens, all the cold medications, gone, gone. I was like, wow. Oh, I just went, all the cold medications were gone, gone off the shelf. Someone said she went to Costco, nothing on the shelf. People are hoarding and storing. What? Fear. Another person said she went to the mall, she could skate through. There was nobody there, no one was buying clothes. Everybody's buying food and storing up. Praise the Lord. What's that? Fear. Anxiety. That is, they are serving the situations and the circumstances. They are being moved by what they see. And not being moved by the spirit. They are operating in the kingdom. Even if there is famine in the land, it shall not come near you. A thousand shall fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand. It shall not come near you. The Bible says, the inhabitant of Zion, none shall say, I am sick. Why? Because God has forgiven us our iniquities. By the blood of Jesus, we have been cleansed. We have been made whole. We have been healed by the stripes of Jesus. The benefits of the kingdom, the Bible says that he heals all our diseases. He will not take any disease of the world and put it upon us. You have to choose who you are going to serve. 
Are you serving? That is is your mindset. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In every system that exists upon the earth uh, is your desire for the kingdom of God to be revealed, uh, the righteousness of God to be revealed upon the earth. That must become, that is the paradigm shift we need to begin to make. And I'll get more into this next week. Because when the kingdom of God begins, when the people of God begin to pray for the kingdom of God, truly pray for the kingdom of things begin to shake. Thank you for listening to this message from Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Royal Theater at the Producers Club, 358 West 44th Street, New York. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Stay blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.